So. Richard. We ready? <laughs> you know, you know, you don't hear much from Seal anymore. Ever since that Batman soundtrack, it's pretty much just. I thought it was in like Dancing with the Stars or something. Does he still got the? He still got the skin thing going on. And it's it's his skin. <laughs> That's horrible. I was just wondering if that was like a per, if that was like a permanent thing. I thought it was like permanent scarring. A knife fight. Now I don't want to take the lead on what we did this week. <laughs> After that, welcome to the Big Ten and Rich podcast. Welcome. Talk about Seal to start this thing off. Kiss well, here we are. I can never get that title right. Is it Kiss from a Rose from the Grave? Kiss from a just Rose get, on my just, face. It's just Kiss from a Rose. Kiss by a Rose from the Grave. That was that jam. It that was. was that, it was it. Uh, was that the Clooney Batman? Uh, was he the one with the um, the Riddler and Two Face? Uh no, yeah, it was. Did you say two face? <laughs> two face? I thought he said two face. Bro, but I want my rap to be two face. Two face. <laughs> With the two though. Uh, two face. Man, this is two face. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's what we need to do. I've got, I've got a fun thing we can do on our one of our other podcasts. We are going to do a fantasy draft of the Batman's. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> so, all right, there we go. So, we'll Speaking go. of fantasy land, dude, how are you feeling, Seth? The Georgia Bulldogs are national champions. Well, as a two-time world champion in a calendar year, I'm it's feeling crazy. fantastic. Um Kenny just what sent the? a picture in group chat of Seal on a actual Seal's body. I can't work like this. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> I was like a <laughs> All right, so we're going to put that. That's going to be this episode's uh, featured image. <laughs> I had to do it. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Look, I didn't know this would be the way I was going to, this is my first time crying on a podcast. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. It's out of my system now, I promise. Oh, that was horrible. I was not expecting that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, So yes, uh, back to the University of Georgia winning a national championship. Um, It was pretty cool. It, It was super it was super surreal because the whole time it did not feel like it was going to happen. It yeah. really didn't feel like they were going to win until the pick six. Yeah. That's just how the game was. And I feel really bad about the Alabama wide receiver. His name, I can't remember right now because I have a picture of Seal in my head. Um, oh my God. <laughs> that was tragic. I mean, you could see that injury when he caught that ball. Oh, like, yeah. His whole knee just was, it was bad. It was very bad. Um, Jameson Williams was the guy. Jameson Williams, thank you so much. Who's a monster? Who's going to be big in the NFL? Um, Titans will probably draft him since he's injured and injured. Out, in the draft. 
they like projects. Yeah, they like to <laughs> swoop in those injured guys. Um, but it's just it's incredible. Um, I remember when Tampa Bay won it, and you, I got asked kind of the same question. The only answer I really have was it's just it's a really cool feeling because. You just, you're, you, I mean, I didn't win a championship. I didn't go out there and I didn't score a touchdown. But the team that I dedicate so much time to and enjoy and read about, you know, and get involved with, it's just like you see them put it all together for the game that matters. Yeah. And, and it makes it, it makes it worth it. Yeah. Well, and, and they haven't won a national championship. Since you've been alive. Either. In our life, right. in That's our a, entire yeah. lifetime, yeah. What's crazy is is I've seen teams I've rooted for. I saw the Yankees run in the late to late nineties through the early two thousands, which was cool, which was really cool. Then I got to see Tampa Bay win two and Georgia win one. Yeah. Um I will take that. That like that's that's just that's incredible odds just to have that happen. I mean, so, I didn't have especially I, like in a year you have right. the Bucks win, and then less than a year later you have your George Bulldogs win. Yeah, that's and, a nice little nice little run there. That's what I'm hoping. If the Titans win, I get the Titans and Braves in one year. That'd be tough. <laughs> it's not it's not so much nice on the pocketbook because of the gear. Yeah. But yeah, I but, you want, but you want you want that gear though. I, I want mean, this is your team. You love this team more than any other team, right? I, 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 them in Tampa Bay are neck and neck. I, I, the Yankees, I keep up with, but I'm not like as involved as when I was when I was a kid. Yeah, they're both I get excited about, but I, I, pro football is a lot easier to keep up with than college football is. You really have to kind of pay attention to stuff with college football. So I do find myself being more, you know, who's this kid? Who's this freshman? Who's you know? Who are they bringing? Yeah, a, next? You know, you got you got a lot of turnover in college football. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a lot, and we're about to lose a lot of our staff. Oh, do that, that, that defense. Oh yeah. The Ooh, thing buddy. is, is, everybody talks about the defensive coordinator going to Oregon, and like, what are y'all going to do? That's Kirby's defense. I was going to say, think about, think about Alabama when Kirby Smart, when Kirby Smart left. I mean, obviously Alabama was still good, but their defense has never been as good. It's never been as dominant. So. You know, Kirby was. If I remember correctly, Kirby, before he left, was Alabama's longest tenured assistant coach. And he might have been the last assistant coach that accepted a job that was still allowed to coach on staff during a championship. It might have been Lane Kiffin. I can't remember. But, like, Kirby was allowed to stay on and coach that championship because it, it was his. Like, Nick Saban trusted him. That's why... At the end of the game, he was smiling and talking to Kirby because him and Kirby are actually – They go way like, back. Yeah, they're really close friends. I liked hearing um, how humble he was at the end. He's just like, you know, kicked our ass in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but just, that's it. Like With, with, no, with no hesitation. That was, that was the game. Was I the watched score. that whole game, and people were like, how did you do it? I was like, I don't know. People were like, <laughs> I didn't watch it, and I was going, well, you could have slept. Why? I mean, it's the next Woke up in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, yeah, and had and watched it. That might be, it wasn't the greatest college football game ever. It no. wasn't. Yeah, I don't want to it, talk about that. You remember Alabama LSU? It might be <laughs> the, the most exciting fourth quarter ever. 
Oh yeah, the fourth quarter was. It was fun. Was it was the, fun football. It was. It had drama. Yeah, because <laughs> Stetson Bennett is <clears throat> one of the most nervous quarterbacks you'll ever see. <laughs> what a hell, the, hell of a story uh, with the next beginning. day. Yeah. Oh, 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 dude! Yeah. His interview the next day was was. But like, you know what's funny about legendary. that? Legendary. You know what's funny about that, Kenny? You remember Joe Burrow's interview the next day? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Joe Burrow did the same thing and was yeah. on part of my take. But the only difference is, is Big Cat and uh, PFT were also drunk because they were out partying too. Yeah. And they saw Joe that night. <laughs> what was it? What was uh, Stetson Bennett on though? Was he on like the the one of like the morning was, shows or he something? He was on the like, Today Show. Yeah, the Today Show. So like, see Joe. Burrow, I guess that's what made it like a little bit more like, like on part of my take. You're like, okay, I, you know, it, it it's part of the course. It feels it feels right. It was so this dude's on like national TV, like. <laughs> Joe Burrow, this is still how they drunk got from Joe the night Burrow. before. They were staying at the same hotel LSU was. Um, was they smart. walked that down was, to that was the a smart lo- move. Yeah, always walked down to the lobby, and Joe was standing there. And they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "I don't know, man. I'm just, you know, hanging out." And they're like, "Oh, okay." He's like, He goes, "I just." Skipped out on my ESPN interview. They're like, "You want to come do an interview with us?" He's like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> but like they kind of that year they kind of rode with Joe Burrow as far as everything they had him in for the Heisman Trophy they interviewed him during the season and stuff like that so they developed that relationship no one no one did that with Stetson Bennett if anything really the only media person that I saw like kind of stick up for him during the year was David Pollock Everybody else is like, this guy is not going to win it for him. See, look at him now. Walk on. Mm-hmm. Transferred. Mm-hmm. Came back. Back, back. Because what he, he left, he went, did he go to like, he went to like junior college, right? Yeah. And then came back afterwards? Came back. And the only reason why he got the start is because injuries. And so like he, like, he he's just always kind of been like grew up a Georgia fan. He's like, this is what I want to do. So I'm going to stick with it. So it kind of shows you, you know, if you stick with something, it is such a good, it is such a good story though. Oh yeah. They said what he told his dad that he wanted to be, he wanted to, he wanted to win a national championship with Georgia when he was like four years old or something crazy like that. But to be fair, like every kid has a dream like that. I told him. Oh, I know, but for it to actually actually happen though, like with the team you want it to happen with. It's less than mm-hmm. a one percent chance. Yeah, because I mean, you, you don't do you don't know where you're going to get accepted to, and you don't know like how good you're going to be or if you're going to start. And, th- and like you said, think about all think about all the thing all he had to go through and all the things that had to happen to line up. Yeah, for him to even get an opportunity to start, let alone playing the damn national championship and win against Nick Saban. You know, like that's that's a lot, oh, man. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, Georgia had four starting quarterbacks this year because Stetson was hurt for a little bit, I believe. I know he didn't start the season. There was a different guy that started the season. But anyways, yeah, like it's been JT Daniels was supposed to come in and take over. He did good, but then he got hurt and Stetson Bennett took over and you ride the hot hand and 
you know, the big question was, is Kirby going to stay with him? And he did. And, you know, I, as much as I'll even say it, as much as I didn't want him to start, I'm glad he did. It yeah. makes it that much better. I'll eat crow on that. That's my fault. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm fine with it. You know what I'm fine with? Alabama I'm, losing? Absolutely. <laughs> it, all the, all like the, like the part-time Alabama fans that like whip their gear out, you know, on Fridays and on during, during the, the playoffs and stuff and go ahead and lock that shit back up and roll it under their bed. Man, I love it when the car flags go away. Yeah. <laughs> it's license hilarious. Plates, the license plate, uh, covers come off. Championship week. Champion. It's only during the championship week. All you see car flags everywhere. Oh, my daddy was roll tied. Whatever. Year round, baby. Keep it out year round. We got we got one at my work. He's unfortunately like not a great guy, really nice guy, but unfortunately he, he's in a high, <laughs> higher level position. I'll say that. And yeah. <laughs> so I can't really tell him what I really want to tell him, especially given his position. I'll, I can tell you all later, but. Um, it follows up pretty much everything with with Roll Tide, <laughs> and it it's everything strong. like any meetings we have, he'll try oh to get God. people to say oh. it, and he'll put it in his emails and communication and stuff. And it's like that's know. that's a tough look. I will say the one thing I am disappointed with is the lack of good looking gear. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It is Walmart special out there for the stuff. The Georgia stuff is. Yeah. You might get some. Is it is is what's out there? Just is that going to be it? Uh, I don't know. So far, there hasn't really been. There's no hats that are remotely. remotely Georgia, worth purchasing. Uh, are they a Nike school? They are a Nike school. Uh, and they don't have good stuff. Well, the the uh, locker room gear was terrible. All of it was terrible. Um, I did find the one logo I do like from the championship. It incorporates the dog collar. I did buy a hoodie of that. Okay. So that was cool. Um, the one logo that I did find for the championship that is fire and it was made by Barstool Sports. It's just a white bulldog with a crown on it. Yeah. That's and cool. it is fire. It, it looks really good. Um, so I was like, all right, so I guess that's what I'm going to wear to represent my championship because everything <laughs> else just everything else. And I'm not trying to doubt like poo poo on it, but it just looks like just like, bland, bland. Co- There's nothing cutter. exciting about it. Yeah, a lot. I I didn't like all the like just solid black and with just the like the 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 hats that they had. The same thing with the the Braves championship hats. They were like the same kind of thing, all black. With some gold stuff and just a small Braves logo. What's wrong? What have been? What would have been wrong, Richard, with the field hat with a patch on the side that just said that had the 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 World Series trophy and the year on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's don't, what I did don't, with don't overthink Bay. it. Yeah, why, just, why overthink it? Give me yeah. a Georgia sideline cap snapback that has the 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 logo in a patch and yeah. iron that bitch on. And guess what? The hat already looks good. The patch is just going to make it better. It's yeah. not that difficult. I don't know why they're like, we got to make sure that 65-year-old men feel comfortable wearing this into Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> no, you <Not> don't. That. <laughs> uh, but also, it'll go on sale 
<laughs> It'll go on clearance. Oh, at some point, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I need to go look at Braves yeah. stuff again. They, I got my Tampa Bay uh, field, the the shirt they wore on the field. I got it in hoodie, 12 yeah. bucks. Well, I got it for Christmas, but it was super cheap, so shout out. Yeah. So it was, it's worth the wait sometimes. Um, I do – I did get the uh, – Kenny, the guy that did the artwork – for the honey badger that I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the pick six. Oh, nice. So I got that. That was that dope. That's awesome. It's really cool. Nick That's Trigg cool. does really good um, artwork for athletics. Like, he has a picture that he did of Nick Chubb. <clears throat> excuse me. And it's um, half Georgia Jersey, half Cleveland Browns. So oh, another. Um... Pretty cool. So, like, there, he does a bunch of different stuff. But, yeah, he did the artwork. Of the pick six. So it has the guy catching the ball, Kirby jumping in the background, and then the Alabama player kind of diving at him. Oh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Cool. That's pretty sweet. I've seen the photographer that took that famous photo uh, somehow on Twitter. I don't know if somebody retweeted it. And he was talking about how, he, how it was probably the most incredible moment he's got to capture. Oh, of course, that, getting all the publicity it's getting. Because Kirby's got hops. <laughs> Dude, he was up there. How old, is, how old is Kirby? Like, probably 60? 60. Uh, played safety for the University of Georgia, so you know he's got to have at least one athletic bone in his body. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he was up there. He he, he was up there like... Uh, someone was like, that's got to be like a 30-inch vertical. <laughs> I was like, what? And I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's pretty high on that one. I've seen him get up on plays. But he was really up there, right there. I mean, he was also screaming at him to go down, but yeah, <laughs> got to put it out of, got to, you got to take it out of their hands at that point. Hey, yeah. another another place to check out too. I'm sure they'll make some signage. Um, it's uh, Head Hex Art. They're, Head uh, Hex. Okay. Yeah, they they um, do like custom signs for that you hang up at your house or whatever. Most of them are like metal, but they don't uh-huh. look metal. They look incredible. And they're in Louisville, so it's not like if you bought some, it's, it'll probably get to you pretty quickly. Yeah. But they go check out their Instagram. I mean, they, they even sell like the light kits that come with it. And you can. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That, so it's like a, you know, a sign that you would see probably at a sports venue or at a headquarters of, uh, of your team. What is it called? Head Hex Art. Or Hexhead. One of those two. Yeah, it's either H H E A D H E X art. Um I will say drop in our chat. Um what the last thing to kind of close it out is is uh I don't know if Georgia will have another stable of running backs like this. These kids uh, like did not want to quit. They wanted to play um, and that even goes back to you got to think it was Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, and Sony Michelle were mm-hmm. on a team at one point, and so it's just these kids like Cook. Cook was getting stonewalled the whole game, and yeah. then finally he, he he just bust one open. That's that's another thing I didn't like. I don't feel like they ran the ball enough, but I'm not a college football coach, so what do I know? Um, but yeah. I, I'm almost willing to put the running back <laughs> tag on uh, on Georgia. 
Oh man, I'm about to send drop some <clears throat> in the chat that you're gonna love from this place. <laughs> hey, these signs. I'm looking at it now. These Dude, signs are did you see really the nice. Georgia one yet? Just just the Georgia logo. I'm, I'm dropping it in. There. All I do is see. All I see is seal. Because the, the Georgia logo, the Georgia logo is really nice. Now nah, look at look at that. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so that's the logo I have on my hoodie. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. That's the one I got. Yeah, that's dope. I like that a lot. And they're that's made of metal. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they that don't look cool. like metal. I like you can get like light kits for them too to put behind. Yeah, them. that's cool. That might be something I'll look into. And they're not super expensive like that. Yeah, like that. Yeah, for a couple hundred bucks or less, it's not bad. The smaller one is like, yeah, two, 279 Yeah. But that's right now because it's they just won. It might go on sale once they, they make too many and they don't move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But they get some really cool <clears throat> stuff. But now it's uh it's back to the drawing board. Georgia has to reload and come back and try to do it again and see if we can do what Alabama does. Um, the landscape for college football is going to be a lot different next year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy next year. So, it's going to be interesting. And, and Tennessee will be better, too. There'll be somebody to kind of – I don't think they'll be – I don't. I think they'll probably be second best in the East. But – Well, right now, yeah, because we don't know what Georgia be, looks like. But they're going to be better than – they'll be better than Florida. They'll be better – well, South Carolina may be pretty good. They got Spencer Rattler. Oh. Maybe he, he likes that, that – offense better than he liked Oklahoma's. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. There's a lot of question marks as far as that. We know Alabama's going to be good because they're going to have their running back in that defensive end comeback or outside linebacker comeback. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's well, going to be going to be uh, for your team, Seth. That's, that's yeah, it's, cool. It's really cool. It's really neat. I'm really really happy. Um I was when the pick six happened. I was standing in front of the TV and I was just I couldn't scream because it was late. But I just kept saying, "I was like, Georgia's going to win the national championship. Georgia's going to win the national championship." <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> just one last comment on it when when they rolled back the um, the scoop and score. Oh, I was yeah. I was like, oh, here we fucking go. I was like, oh yeah, because yeah. I was so excited. I was like, yes, I don't <laughs> yes. And then they took it back, and I'm like, oh, this is. This is where the fuckery starts. I don't even want to talk about the Stetson Bennett fumble. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that was bad. Should have been intentional grounding. Should have been intentional grounding, strictly based on how the very first play of the game was called. <clears throat> the The penalties were awfully lopsided, but the outcome, hey, if this taught anybody a lesson, you can beat the referees. <laughs> Because they were not giving Georgia any favors at all. Were they an ACC crew? Yeah, they were. Oh my god, that makes so much sense now. Yeah, they were horrible, 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 horrible. But I feel I feel okay saying that because a lot of Alabama people were going, yeah, they were bad. Yeah, and they weren't even. They were talking about missed Georgia calls. The, yeah, Alabama fans are still complaining about missed calls. Give me a freaking <laughs> break. But no, man, it's awesome time. It's awesome time. Go dogs. Uh, I don't know. I, I like. I don't want to say because I know when LSU won the national championship, Kenny likes to stay healthy, healthy, skeptical on yeah. things. So it's not like he was probably ninety five percent in, 
on them winning the national championship where I was probably 100% in. But also, he wouldn't have got hurt as much as I would have been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to leave myself an out. He's got to leave himself an out, which is good. But We're going to have an escape plan. It's hard, it's hard to be confident against a team that just wins every year. Really yeah. Is. It's frustrating, man. Yes. Yes, very much so. Because it seems like no matter what, they always find a way. Well, if, even if, if it's not – oh, excuse me. If it's not them finding a way, it's someone else finding them a way. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? Not this time. As much as they tried. (laughs) So what do y'all? What have y'all been up to this week? (laughs) Go ahead, Kenny. I did like, I did like one thing, but it's fun. Well, other than, well, first we had what Snowmageddon. Right. Yeah. Which that was fun. Driving home in that crap. Um, but you know, luckily, like the snow and all that melted soon, so we really didn't get to do anything outside, which we were kind of thinking we might. Be able to sled and all that stuff. This stuff was gone quick. So, yeah. really, on the weekend, man, I think pretty much all we did was we took uh, took Ashton to the family. He wanted to go skating. Uh oh. So we took him skating and did some laser tag and stuff for a little bit. Cool, cool. And then chilled after that. I mean, that was like literally it. But he had a good time and it was fun. Had a nice burger from Jumbo and Delicious afterwards. Man, I've been wanting to try that place. Is it as good as it? Supposed to be. It's good, man. All right. It's really, really good burgers. I got the biggest man. one they got. She asked if I was going to split, and I said, nah, hell no. Nah, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hell no. Uh, Y'all done up and done it. Split, split what? <laughs> uh, uh, for me, um, we, uh, we went to Pitchfork, I think, on Saturday after the snow and everything kind of went away. Yeah, on Saturday, and uh, man, I was looking so forward to the leftovers, and we freaking left them on the table. Tragic. Like a half, like a half pizza and some. Uh, I forgot what they called the little. Uh, they had these little rolls. Hey, are you okay? Pepperoni. These little rolls of pepperoni in them. Whatever, I don't know what they're called, but man, that was so good that you dip them in some marinara sauce. Whatever that is, I don't know if I've had it. It might be new because they they were telling us how they like changed their menu and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, just hmm. a, a new menu for the new year. Oh wow! So maybe it's something new, but it had these like uh, just these um this these dough with pepperoni in it. And marinara, you dip them in marinara, like little, almost look like little, um, what's the little hot dog things? Uh, like pigs in a blanket? Pigs in a blanket, yeah. Sort of similar to that. Like pepperoni. Not, 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 not like crescent roll though, but more like dough dough. Pizza dough. Gotcha. <clears throat> but, um, but then, yeah, so Sunday, obviously Titans, Texans, talk, talk football later. And then um, we went and finally and went and seen Spider-Man No Way Home, which is really good. And we'll kind of discuss a little bit more, I guess, here in a minute. Uh, got to watch Eternals last night, finally, and Book of Boba. So we're going to talk all that stuff. So I guess we can just dive into it if um, everybody's good with that. 
Yeah, hell yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I guess to start, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home might be the, one of the better Marvel movies since the cinematic universe started. I mean, I'd put it up there. It, it might be a top five for me. I think it's that. I thought it was that good. I didn't uh, think. I didn't think that I would be as not just, not emotional, but I didn't think I'd be as uh, hyped up and excited to see all three of those Spider Mans like I did when I actually seen them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just man, I did such a good job avoiding spoilers and stuff. Like anytime anything popped up in my like. Like like my my feed or anything that had anything to do with Spider Man, I'm just like going all you know, I'm scrolling past it. Yeah. So a lot of it was very surprising for me, like because I you know y'all know how I don't I don't like to get I don't like anything to to be given away, and I'm really glad because like there was so many like really like cool moments. Yeah, very cool moments. So I'm glad I I'm glad I, none of it got ruined by. Mm. Like spoilers or whatever, but yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. Like I thought it was definitely one of the better, one of the better MCU movies from for a lot of different reasons. Like obviously, yeah. like Spider Man is like always kind of like been it's always been one of Marvel's main characters, but people kind of yeah. like it's one of like the characters you kind of start off with usually. Yeah. Like when you're a kid, like you're kind of attracted to Spider-Man, and you get into the other characters. Um, but it's just good to see them do such a good job with the character, and it's like such the movie. All of them too. Yeah, and the movie has such a unique take. I think. Yeah. Like the way the way the way they actually did it, the way they wrapped it up, and like like they ended up like like God, you got all these villains popping up, and he's like actually like. Instead of trying to like take them out, he's actually trying to save them. Yeah, that was very intriguing to me. And the crazy thing is, like, he actually does. Yeah. So it's like when you want to talk about, and I and I thought about this after the movie, but like, you know, I'm you know we're getting into the multiverse stuff and all this, right? Mm-hmm. So what's gonna happen? Because at what point in time? Because think about like what all the villains said. I was I was in this position right here, and then I just was not now I'm here. Yeah. So when they get sent back to their time, if they're going to go exactly back to where they came from, they're going to be different. Yeah. Like the green goblin is going to be healed. He's not going to be insane anymore. And And like electro. Yeah. Dr. Ox not going to be under control of his arms. Like the lizard's not going to be a lizard. Sandman's going to be a human. It's just gonna be wild. And I, I, it's one of those things. Like, are they ever gonna touch on that? It's hard to say. Yeah. Maybe if they do, it'll fuck some stuff up because that's not how things were supposed to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it definitely gave some closure if they were to just be like, "Hey, we're mo- we're kind of turning the page with all this, but we wanted to go all the way back to." All the Fox movies or, or Sony movies, I mean, and we just want to put this all together, and then now we can truly move on. Yeah, I thought it was a cool, it was a cool nod, and like they definitely, 
I know that I know like the multiverse thing is a huge thing right now, and that's mm-hmm. like the multiverse is the new like Infinity Gauntlet. Like so, yeah, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. But like with Spider Man, like well, even with any of the movies, I don't think that they can go that far with it in any of the other movies because they literally yeah. brought brought characters across two different series of movies. Yeah. So that was something like I've never, you, you know, we've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. And I think the interesting thing, too, is so in the what we would call, I guess, the the normal universe um, that that fa- all the phases have been through so far with Tom Holland as the Spider-Man. Uh, they haven't he hasn't been introduced to those villains. No, there's no and, idea about him. And so that was pretty in, intriguing, uh, and also leaves a book open to that could develop into we can do that again if we really wanted to. Um, there was, and I think another thing too, there were so many, just and this is the beauty of Marvel, how detailed everything was. So like looking through the Easter eggs, and you know after the movie, I kind of went and tried to you know look through the stuff that I didn't see. And there was like tons of them. I mean, oh yeah, because there's always there's always something. Just like the little things that they get right with the comic books, even like license plate numbers or references to uh, to to certain uh, comic book numbers that that like the intro of, of Doc Ock, it was on the license plate of the the lady that he was trying to get talked to for MIT. Oh, that's and it's just uh, or um, Doctor Strange having a Columbia sweater on because he graduated from the university of columbia like this the very small details that just make it so great yeah they really put a lot of effort into it man and like like i said like it's just there's so many it's just so many good parts like but i love the fact that like they kind of like god man it's just threw daredevil in there like right at the beginning oh yeah and like out of nowhere and i'm like they just it was so great how they did it because it's like they're just talking, and then you just pan over, and it's like, bam, Matt Murdock. Yeah. And then, which, bam, a brick, and then a brick comes through the window, and he, like, grabs it real quick. Yeah, which which is crazy about that is, more than anything, is he's going to – he's – so all the – assuming that all the Netflix guys are going to be in this this universe, you know well, what see, I mean? So that's, so that's the thing. It's like they – they made some decisions. It's, it's, com- it's complicated because there, I've, I've heard multiple directors and stuff say that, all right, all of the streaming shows that happened before WandaVision, yeah, because none of those were those none of those were like Disney related, yeah, like those aren't canon, like those don't count those, yeah, as MCU. Yeah, the I MC, know that, the MCU streaming shows start with WandaVision moving forward, but I mean it's one of those things. Obviously, they are actively recasting a lot of these characters, but at the same time, they're finding that there's no reason to recast some of them. Yeah. So like, obviously, we got Kingpin. Yep. Which when they when they decided they were gonna recast him as the same you know the same guy well they didn't recast him but same guy played him I'm like all right they bring Daredevil back has to be has to be Charlie Cox yeah and it was thankfully so obviously they're gonna be using him either 
in some they're gonna either in his own show or in some some form of capacity at some point. Yeah. They, they wouldn't just bring in the guy who played Daredevil. He's obviously Daredevil. Yeah. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Like they made a decision saying, all right, he's gonna be our guy. The guy that plays Kingpin is gonna be our guy. So that's two. So, but as far as yeah. like any, any other characters, the side characters from that show, hard to say. Like, or it is, but, yeah, it, but or it, even but like I the other. Cool. So you're like, oh, okay, no, well they're sure. in that they're in that 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 universe. Most yeah, likely. it's cool. It's cool to see him kind of bring them over. So yeah, but it's it's hard to say. Like, are we gonna see like, are we gonna see Luke Cage at some point? Are we gonna see, um, where like Jessica Jones or, yeah. you know, it, it's. It's it's all up in the air, but it's definitely a possibility. It's all a contract thing now, but there's nothing that keep, there's nothing that's keeping them from casting the same character, like Punisher yeah. and stuff. Like it's it's very likely because it seems like from everything I've read, like interviews and stuff, like all these people liked playing the characters that they were and would like to continue. Yeah, if they to get, play those characters, if they get um, I forgot the guy's name, something like Bernal that played Punisher. I mean, he he's the guy. I mean, you're not I mean, gonna be able to recast. You're not gonna be able to cast anybody who's a better Punisher. I don't. Right. Think. And I don't think he would have any problem with coming coming aboard the MCU. I mean, he said he wants. Yeah, John John Bernthal. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wants to do it. Yeah. No, I mean, he's he just said out loud that he wants to do it. So. But it just has you as a, anybody as a Marvel fan gushing because you're like, okay, these this, this might be happening. <laughs> But this is man, I'll tell you, like, like that that set the movie off for me because I didn't expect, I didn't know like how any of this stuff was gonna happen. And we give it, it was a longer movie, but I'm like, how are they gonna conclude all this stuff? And like, oh yeah. So it was just cool to see like all the villains from all the movies come and like he's trying to help them, but then like thing with Aunt May, you're like man, that sucks. Like that yeah. really sucks. But then, like, it's just, like, so many highs and lows. It's, like, then they... Oh, like, yeah, it was a roller coaster for sure. Win, and then, like, the other Spider-Men show up, and it's, like, are you... I mean, like, the whole time, I'm, like, are you kidding? Is this even real? <laughs> like, and then he did it so well. It's, like, they were in it, but they weren't in it too long. Yeah. And it was a cool kind of, like, dynamic, and, like, you really got to see, like, where they're going with these timelines, like, where it's there's differences. Yeah, because he's talking about yeah, man, I, I became an Avenger, and they're like, yeah, what's what the hell? What the hell's an Avenger? Like, is it yeah. a rock band or whatever? So it's like, yeah. so in their timelines, like the Avengers either are were never a thing or are not a thing yet. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of an interesting thing that yeah, they're just, just like they're playing on. In this one, he hasn't met the villains that he's seen. Yeah, all so these guys. Kinda, show it's up. really cool, but it's yeah. also like, I don't know how how, how much I can handle. So many possibilities, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I don't. I don't think it, it's make it that it's like it's like the time travel thing with yeah. with like uh like Endgame. Yeah. The multiverse thing with like what they did this time. You can only kind of do that stuff. Some like you can't do that with every movie. Yeah. And you can't do time travel every single time. Like if you do it, you have to do it. It has to matter. Yeah, and it has to it has to be done well, and I think like the way they did this was was really good. Like it, it tied it up, 
Yeah. The weird, but it's just so weird for me the way the movie. I mean, the, everything up until the very end, like it was like, like I said, the roller coaster at the end is like, man, is he really? Is he really gonna do this? Like, yeah. I, I, it's like I never, and that's the other thing that they've never done before is they literally rebooted Spider-Man. Yeah. With the same actor. Like they right. said, yeah, yeah. we're going to restart Spider-Man again, but it's still going to be Tom Holland. He's in the same city, in the same universe, yeah. with all the people that he used to know. None of them know him anymore. Yeah, the, the Spider-Man still exists, and everybody knows Spider-Man, but they don't know it's Peter Parker. Yeah, and that's the thing. So it's like, I don't know if any of the people like that he – like like. Like Thor or Captain America, well, Captain America's gone, but like any of the people that he fought with in like, say, like Infinity Wars, mm-hmm. they all knew he was, they all knew he was Peter Parker. Yeah. But are they going to remember like fighting with Spider Man? But like, I think you him, could, rem- I think you could, I think it, if, if Spider Man still exists, then does it really matter? To those people that it's well, no, Peter but Parker? <coughs> no, but I'm saying... All the people that really did was Happy and, and Iron Man. Yeah, but I'm saying, will they remember him, though? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So I'm just trying I'm trying to think, like, so obviously, like, Thor should remember Spider-Man. He may not yeah. remember the person that's under the mask, but he should remember fighting with Spider-Man. And at least that's, that's what, I mean, they kind of have to have that play but it's like man the guy has he literally knows nobody now and has to start over fresh he has to get a new he had to get his own apartment and like god even happy doesn't know who he is now yeah that's the crazy that's the that and of course uh mj and uh what's his oh yeah and and that was the big thing he's just all sacrifices like he he basically lost everybody like he lost aunt may like she's dead yeah but then like he had to give up he basically gave up on both of his best friends. MJ and Ned, yeah. He basically decided. Uh, he basically decided that it was safer for them to not know who he was. Which is so, a tremendous sacrifice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I like, I legitimately like, I'm like, man, it's like the first. I haven't really felt bad watching a movie in a while. I'm like, man, this kid lost it all. Lost everything. But it was really cool, though, to what they did is like, all right, so like they're like, all right, rebooting Spider-Man. So we're kind of starting fresh because nobody knows who he is. And like the timeline is, quote unquote, fixed, which we know it's probably not. Yeah. But the cool part I really thought was cool is the costume that he made was like OG Spider-Man costume. Oh, the, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. Out of With all the, the Spider, blue. yeah, out of all the Spider-Man movies, he's he's never had just the straight up OG comic book Spider-Man suit. Yeah. It's always been like some modernized, made for movie version of the suit. So I thought that was really cool. That it, it was kind of like a kind of signified like, hey, this is like a new, this is a new beginning. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. And Another like, really cool. I, I was always wondering how the other two Spider-Mans were going to get introduced in the movie, and with Ned doing the the portals, which was a surprise too. Um, 
you know, when when the first Spider-Man got introduced, with, and it was Andrew Garfield, it, that was really cool how they done it. Yeah, because they kind of they kind of found out that the other Spider-Man were in their universe on accident. Right. Because he just said, "Hey, get, take me to Spider-Man or whatever." Yeah. And it took and him to Spider-Man, just not the right one. And I forgot how Andrew Garfield was pretty good. I mean, they all are good Spider-Man. I think Tom Holland's the Spider-Man, though. I think he's the best. Uh, that makes the most sense, uh, especially now that those, uh, well, at least Tobey Maguire, I mean, looks pretty old in, in this movie. Oh, yeah, he's done. He's uh, done Spider-Man. But, um, but there was a lot of stuff nostalgic from that. I mean, that was 20 years ago uh, when he was, I think, oh, yeah. Spider-Man. So, uh, and that's, yeah, that's cool because, like, that's the thing. We've gotten, we've gotten to see liter- all the iterations of Spider-Man. Yeah, and who, and who would have thought they would have ever been in one movie like together? And it's just so like the interaction was cool, and like the, you could like the differences between the Spider Man and like I thought it was really funny how like they were like giving Tobey Maguire they were like really intrigued with like how his body makes the webs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, I mean it, it it was cool to see like the differences in their personalities and like in like their lives and stuff like that. So it was. Yeah, there was a lot of differences, but there's similarities too. Like they each, you know, now that this movie's over, they've all lost somebody super close to them. Yeah, but that's the thing though. They, but they, they were different people. Yeah, and they all, but they all got redeemed kind of in their own way because like, yeah, all of the different Spider-Men fought people who were close to them that they wanted to save but they couldn't. Yeah, and they finally got the opportunity to save them. So it's yeah, pretty, when when, uh, when Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Saved MJ. I was just like, oh man, <laughs> that was that was in the fields right there. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Now, so all that's cool, but the the end, the end yes. credit with Venom. Oh yeah. I kept wondering. So I kept wondering. Like I was talking to somebody at work, and I'm like, if these other villains are coming, and they showed Venom in the other one, surely he'll make some cameo. I was thinking he was gonna make a cameo in the movie. Yeah. And then when the movie was over, I was like, oh, okay, fuck it. I guess there's no Venom. And then they showed him, and I'm like... He was in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are they showing him now? And it was more of that, like, buddy cop shit. I'm like, god damn. I was like, I'm really, oh, they're really not going to have this Venom in the MCU, right? Because yeah. it's, like, it's lame as hell to me. Yeah. But then, like, for him to just disappear and some of the suit to be left behind... Yep. It just... Leaves it, all the possibilities on the table. It's awesome. It's it probably shouldn't have been possible if we're being totally honest. Like for part of it just to be left behind like that. I don't know though. Because I like, mean, I guess if the rest of him, like Eddie Brock and the rest of him, and and Venom, le- like went back to where they were supposed yeah. to be, but a little bitty piece didn't. Like this is kind of. But I see what I mean. They kind of had to find a way if they were going to get Venom into the MCU. Permanently, yeah, it had to be that way because like the Tom Hardy Venom would never be able to stay there. It wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense that he was the yeah. only one that didn't get sent back or or right like the doc, the thing Doctor Strange did didn't fix that. Yeah, so I guess they had to do this, and I guess that does kind of say like, hey, that last Venom movie is probably it for Tom Hardy. Yeah, so I'm definitely interested to see. What are they gonna like? I would like to think that the MCU is gonna take have a different 
take on Venom. Yeah. A little less lighthearted, I hope. Yeah. A little bit more menacing. Maybe they're going to do the whole black suit Spider-Man thing at some point. Because that's kind of how it always starts. Yeah. They did it with Tobey Maguire, but it was very... I thought it was cheesy, yeah. to be honest. I never really felt that they've ever done a good job with Venom, so like... I'm kind of hoping maybe, even if they don't do the black suit thing with Spider-Man himself. Yeah. I want to see, like, I don't want to see, like, I don't know, man. Like, the Venom, the Venom, the Tom Hardy Venom was closer to what I'm thinking about. But, like, I'd I'd rather see, like, the, like, the big, like, hulking version of Venom with, like, The huge mouth and the tongue, you know what I mean? Like, and he's just like super huge, like almost Hulk size. Yeah. Like that's the venom I want to see. But who who knows what they'll do with it and who they're gonna get to play him and all that stuff. But like that being a possibility is pretty cool. So. Yeah. And then, um, I guess to wrap up Spider Man. Oh, the other. Uh, I don't know if you. Caught this. I caught one of them, and I couldn't tell what the other one was. When they were those shadows, when the the, the uh, multiverse was kind of cracking, and you seen the shadow of Rhino. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, Scorpion. Yeah. yeah, I know there was like Scorpion and Rhino, and I think Mephisto was one of them. I mean, not Mephisto. Uh, Mysterio was one of them, and I think somebody said one of them might have been. I read something, and like one of them might have been Craven the Hunter. Oh yeah, and uh, but that, that? I thought that was kind of kind of cool. That yeah, that was a cool little nod. I don't. And will it mean anything at some point? Maybe. Yeah. But like like we said, like I don't know with with the multiverse thing. Like I don't know how the whole multiverse thing is going to play out. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, they can't. The whole. I mean, we gotta we gotta think that whatever happened with. Um. Loki definitely changed something, and then whatever Doctor Strange did yeah. definitely changed something. And like, how much of this stuff's permanent? Yeah. And what are the changes? What are the real changes going to be? And like, but you, but the thing is, you can't. They can't possibly do something similar in like all of these movies. Yeah. At this at this point, like, I'd much rather see. Like, I'm hoping like the Doctor Strange movie. Is less of Earth with people coming to different time from coming from different timelines. I'd rather see like him or whoever he's with going to multiple time like different timelines. Yeah, because I think it would be cool if they if they introduced other versions of characters, but you only saw them at one time because like Doctor Strange traveled to Earth number like five hundred and seventy five. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god, there's an Iron Man here and it's some crazy actor, but it's like that's the <laughs> only time you'll ever see him because that they're yeah. not gonna go back to that timeline. Yeah, and, and you got to see in that that second it was more or less a trailer, the yeah. the second the in in credit scene. Um, I just don't want them to overplay the whole the whole thing, but I guess, you know, they they haven't let us down so far, so Yeah. I think uh, I think it'll be cool, man. I'm just I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the next 
I'm ready. I'm ready for Doctor Strange for sure. Because I feel like the, I feel like that one's going to be a pretty big one. Yeah, and when when is that coming out? It's January, February, March. I want to say it's May. Okay. And then Thor comes out in June or July. Okay. Which I've I don't know much about the plot of that of the Thor movie, but I do know a little bit about the villain that Christian Bale's playing and the fact that who he's playing has a lot to do with a lot of different things. And I just, not a lot of people are going to know who the villain is, but oh, who, who is it? Cause I, I can't remember. Um, it, the, the, the villain is Gore, the God butcher. Okay. And it's very interesting how he gets his power. I just don't know how much of that they're going to show in the movie. Yeah. How much of his like actual origin Background and stuff. Yeah. But if and if they even if they show a little bit, they may not go into detail about who certain people are because they might be saving it. But if yeah. you are ever curious and you look up how he got his how his how he got his weapon, it's interesting, man. It's very interesting. So gotcha. They definitely have a lot of different. They definitely have. They have a lot of different plot lines that they can that they can follow. So yeah, curious to see how far how far they go with it. So. Since we're still on on topic, just a quick transition into. So I've seen the Eternals. I thought it was pretty good. Um, obviously there's a lot on the table. Of what's next with that? It was more of like kind of a get to know these are who these people are and what they're doing, and then more towards the end, it's like okay, now here's where. Things are going to get crazy when they introduce, yeah. of course, at well, the end with Star Fox and and then eventually showing um, the guy that's going to be uh, Black Knight. Yeah. And then uh, Black Knight and Blade. Yeah. And that, and like the thing is, that's I think what got me hyped more than it did seeing Star Fox. I feel like that movie just used the opportunity to introduce Black Knight. Yeah. I have a feeling that he might not be, he's going to probably show up in other things, but I doubt he'll be in like whatever the next Eternals movie is. Yeah. I just don't see how they would, how, how he relates anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just doesn't fit in the storyline anymore, but I thought it was an interesting movie all on its own. It was, it was, it was, I feel like it was well done, especially given the amount of talent that was in the movie. Right. And I'm curious to see what they're going to do next, because out of all the Marvel movies, I know the least amount about the Eternals. Yeah, same here. I think that the thing that's going to be interesting is when um, uh, the uh, the I guess they're like they're God, basically, the the creator guy. uh, Oh, the Celestials. Yeah. That was like, you chose not to do this. You will be judged. I'll be back to see if this place is worthy. So it's like, okay, so there's going to be some stuff that's going to have to happen to they make that's it seem, even, that's got to be bigger than Thanos. They make it seem like they're going to be fighting a celestial, possibly. Or that. Yeah. yeah. Or Which that. I don't, I don't know how you fight a celestial. <laughs> yeah. But it was intriguing just because it, it was, it was like I said, it was a very. I get to know what this is about, and they did it really well. And then, of course, uh, 
Um, you know, they had a change of heart with everything and even battled each other. So there's a lot of different things going on with that movie. But then, but then it turns into this vehicle of Black Knight and Blade. Yeah. I think they just use, like I said, I think they just use that movie and that, that relationship as a jump off point for that character. But like I said, I just don't see, like, like Eternals 2, I don't see how they return to that. Right. I mean, it can't be the main thing because they they are going to do something with that character and they're definitely doing something with Blade. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, I guess it's just going to be somewhere else. Which I almost totally forgot that Blade was a Marvel character. I mean, I've I've been keeping up with a lot of stuff and I knew knew that they had recast Blade and that it was just going to be a matter of time before, you know, we get a Blade movie, but I just don't know when. But yeah. that's the, uh, the fact that they are, though, it releases a lot of possibilities, though. So, like, there's so many different doors could be, open. Could get Ghost Rider at some point. Like, yeah. who knows? I'd love to see him do a good job with Ghost Rider. Like, oh, God, if they could really do a legit Ghost Rider. Nicholas Cage. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> who do you think could play uh, Ghost Rider? That would be perfect for Ghost Rider. <sighs> Man, I have no idea. Do you think no Tom Hardy would have been better suited for that? I don't know. Anyways, but maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, I thought Eternal Eternals was good, but um, I felt myself because it was a pretty long movie too. I felt myself kind of like, okay, we got the basics down, so what's next? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like you said, there's a lot going on because there's so many different characters, and they're all kind of. They're all unique. Yeah. So they had to spend time bouncing back and forth. So, yeah, but I think the second one's going to tie stuff together. But I like how it's like it's almost like so far removed from what's what else is going on. Yeah. That at this point, you don't really see how it all ties together. But they did mention some characters, and they did mention, of course, uh, well, they a mentioned of- they mentioned Thanos and all that. But that just yeah, that makes sense because they were on planet Earth when it happened. Yeah, but they didn't do anything, so it's like so it makes sense that they would bring that up. But it's not like like it's like if this stuff if, any, if these movies are ever going to get tied together at some point, it's hard to say how or when. Yeah. the thing is like when you started watching the MCU and you learned that hey like. These are Infinity Stones. Every movie started to have something to do. You found out that there was an Infinity Stone or something going on with the Infinity Stones in like almost every movie. Yeah. To a certain degree. Yep. So there may be something like right in plain sight that we're not even seeing. Which would be that, ties, that ties it all together. Yeah. But we won't realize it until it actually happens. So. Oh, yeah. I'm excited! I'm excited, man, because like there's just so much this year. There's like we got like three movies, I think, because I know the the uh, Black Panther movie is supposed to come out at the end of the year. Yeah. But then we still got a bunch of streaming shows that are supposed to drop, uh, show up at some point. Yeah. Like Moon Knight's gonna be coming out, which I'm hyped for that. And Secret Wars and She-Hulk and all kind of other stuff. So. Yeah, Secret Wars is one I've been kind of waiting on because we hadn't seen Nick Fury in a while. I mean, well, I guess WandaVision. It's not that far off, I guess. I mean, but he's he's alive, but <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm sure that that I mean that may come up in Doctor Strange, unless they don't really have to. I don't know. Doctor Strange is going to be kind of the tipping point of like, all right, where are we going with this? <laughs> where where everything else is going? Yeah, that movie may decide just how uh, just how crazy it's going to get. Yeah. So um, I guess just a quick update for people listening. Seth had to step away, uh, but uh, so uh, we'll, we'll catch up with him uh, next week. Uh, and um, I guess just to kind of uh, pivot into other. I mean, should we save uh, about Book of Boba? Or uh, I mean, I guess if, with Episode Two, I mean, you you seen it? Was it everything that you kind of? Felt like we were talking about last week. You were like, "Well, you're basically telling us about episode two without seeing episode two. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how it fell right in there. Like it was, it was like that episode was mostly about the past. And it was really cool to see, like you get to see more of the culture of the Sand People, and like he gets to, like he basically kind of becomes one of them. Yeah, really. I oh, was kinda, let me. Um, I was kind of hoping I, at some point you get to see what they look like. Just for the people that might be crazy and, and 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 are crazy Star Wars fans, I I we we've been referring to them as Sand People or not. What they're, are they? The, they're Tuscan Raiders. The Tuscan Tuscan yeah. Raiders, right? Raiders, yeah. Yeah, I, I, see, I knew that. I just always and I and that. I heard that it was said in episode three. You didn't you, you hadn't seen episode three, right? No. Okay. Uh, that name was said, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we call we calling them Sand People, and they're not Sand People. The yeah. Sand People are the little little bitty dudes with the the glowing eyes that like try yeah, to that's close right. Sand People. That's right. Yeah. yeah but anyways, yeah. Star so. Wars nerds enough, but yeah, it was cool to see like to learn a little bit more about their kind of what's going on with them because that's like I said, that's why I lo- that's why I love these little streaming shows, and they kind of they can go off in their own direction. You get to learn a lot more about individual characters or groups of characters that you thought were always just kind of like a side piece. Yeah. And now they can put them in, in the light and kind of like build on that. This is just cool to see. As a star Wars person, you're probably, you look at the Tusken Raiders as a very, like those are, those are your kind of enemies. If you're a Jedi, cause they, you know, obviously, you know, made Luke Skywalker, uh, life miserable a few times yeah and so they were never really looked in a positive light where in this is kind of like oh well they have this whole culture and how they do things it's kind of kind of interesting especially when they brought out that lizard but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was. Oh, yeah that was crazy <laughs> but yeah it's cool to see but now now you know like i said we get to see like the culture behind the races and maybe mm-hmm. we'll maybe we'll, now we're, we're gonna like it, it'll bring some like I guess some humanity to the characters because it's like before it's just like they're always just doing shit. Like you didn't know why they were doing anything. Yeah. They were just always causing trouble and it's like here they are again, fucking something up. Yeah. But now it's like now we're starting to learn like their traditions and why they do things they do and it's like. Well, it's their land. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll make you kind of see them in a completely different. Completely different light. So it's yeah. pretty. It's, it's 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 cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to. To more of that. I don't know what Seth was so upset about with the third episode, but looking forward to see. He said he was upset about it. Well, just something he said something 
Something made him mad about it, he said. Oh, okay. Or something, I forget what he said. But. We'll have to uh, visit that next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I seen episode three and thought it was good, but um, I'm, I'm not. I'm just trying to think what 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 that could have been. But um, so what did you think about the the Jabba's kids in episode two? That was interesting, man. I wasn't expecting that. And the uh, souped up Wookie. <laughs> yeah, that was that came out of nowhere. I was like, oh. <laughs> I told. I was like. That's what I would imagine like Bigfoot would look like. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. But he was kind of <laughs> he was kind of badass though. I yeah. know they, they like hit him with the slow motion camera and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like that was that was none of that was expected. So. You know what I, I meant to mention last week? This kind of kind of impressive. The uh, I, I don't know what they're called or, or what they're. Um, species is or whatever but the, the the two green dudes oh the little pig dudes yeah like <laughs> they've kind of impressed me a little bit just you know dude i guess say he saved them and he, they've been doing their jobs you know what i mean they're just they're just there to work and they're they're doing the thing and they're being loyal so shout out to them i guess <laughs> yeah like hey if you don't kill us we'll we'll hang out yeah do whatever you want we're, we're part of this group now yeah uh, I'm trying to think what else in that episode that's – I think what's always unique about the – especially like the Mandalorian and now Boba Fett is you see that each episode has this like – almost like a little mission that gets done or accomplished at times. So the, you kind of have the same – this sort of style where, oh, they're about to do this train, take out this train thing, and it just becomes kind of the whole mission of the episode, but – at the same time, it's also building all up the the character and background of the Tuscan Raider people and stuff. So it's yeah. like a two two part thing, but it's a very it's kind of intriguing. Yeah, and it's, and it's different because like you got like two stories going on at the same time. It's like yeah. you got his whole backstory going on, but then you also have the present time storyline going on. So it's a lot to it's a lot to follow, but I think it's been a good show so far. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna save some of this for next week, but uh I guess we'll just you wanna know, just jump into uh NFL. Yeah. yeah that's cool. So um pretty happy about Titans winning and being in the one seed and now they have to get to sit back this week and see what happens and see who they're gonna play. Uh yeah, I thought, little, I thought they wanted it in there. the first half, but then they act like they didn't want it in the second half. <laughs> that third quarter was dicey. I mean, they let them get back in it, and you're like, oh, man, there's no way. I was like, please just pull this off because if you lose this game, it's going to be so bad. Yeah, because it's like at the beginning of the game, it's like, man, I'm like, they're just they're just unloading on them. Yep. And it's like that's how you want to see them play yep. before the playoffs. And then I was just like, no. But uh, to be the good thing though is at least like Tannehill had a pretty clean game. Yeah, that's that. That's, what, really you wanna, that's what you really want to see. Uh, and then of course him having that that almost sacked, getting out of it. Oh, that was incredible, and that man! Thirty yard bomb to Westbrook and Keenan. You're like, that's a moment 
that's may not seem big at the you know initially, but that was big. <laughs> well, players were hyped up about that, so yeah, that's what that's what you, that's the kind of energy you need to bring. Like that's that's stuff that people are gonna remember. Yeah, your teammates, anyways. Like that's that's that, that, oh, that's yeah. a, that's a confidence builder for sure. Like. And it was good to see Julio and AJ kind of, you know, AJ didn't really have the best second half, but he did some damage in the first half. And then man, that one him and Julio almost had, man. I think. Oh God. I feel like the Texans would have just fucking quit. Yeah. Because if he would have caught that, it'd been touchdown. Yeah. But at least it's good to see like Julio be able to get that kind of separation and not immediately like have to have his leg worked on afterwards. Yep. So maybe with a little bit of rest and some, you know, maybe he'll be. You got to hope that for all all of the, the lack of production in the the regular season, all that shit could be forgotten. That's what you're hoping as a Titans if he, fan. If he, if he puts if he puts up any kind of, and he didn't have to put up big numbers in the playoffs. You just want to see him make plays that are that affect the game. Right. Or that turn the tide, or crucial first downs, even just anything. Like, yeah, and and then you get Henry back. It's like, all right, guys, let's turn it on. Finally, we've been waiting for this all season, and all is forgotten if you can just turn it on in the off in the in the playoffs and yep. uh, get to the Super Bowl. And uh, another another um, thing that that was interesting that I learned this week was there so. The Titans season ended with only ten players playing in every single game this year. Just ten. Out of ninety one. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But I guess as far as luckily Tannehill being one of them, because even though he didn't have the greatest year, he definitely was the reason why they won a lot of their games. Yeah, he wrote it out. But yeah, man, I mean I guess it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be tough no matter what. But I guess realistically, you probably would probably want to look at like. I feel like you'd almost rather play New England than Buffalo. I don't think anybody wants to play the Bengals right now, so you almost kind of hope that they end up choking and losing to the Raiders. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Well, the only way you play, well, you won't play Buffalo or Kansas City unless they're in. Yeah, they play it later on. Because you can play the lowest seed. But that's um, what I'm saying. If, if New England ends up winning somehow, they could be a potential matchup. And then also, like, if obviously if the Raiders end up winning. Yeah, if the Raiders, Steelers, or Patriots, if any of the three of those win, then that's who the Titans are going to play. Which I guess would be, I guess all three of those, I'm saying, I guess would be kind of, given the rest of the field, would be ideal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I mean, you've the good thing too is you kind of play everybody except for the Raiders. Oh, you haven't played the Bengals either, but you played everybody else. So if you're seeing somebody again, like a Steelers or or Patriots, it's like okay, we can, you know, and it's also the, the other team could do the same. But you're like yeah. we've seen them, we've already game planned for them. You know, it's it just makes it easier. The Bengals are just man. I think the Bengals are going to be kind of dangerous right now. I mean, yeah, they're just playing. They're 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 just playing really well at the right time. Yeah, they're doesn't mean doesn't mean it will continue crazy. the playoffs. Doesn't mean that because their offensive line is really not 
not the greatest. Yeah. The way Joe, Joe Burrow has been playing has been kind of. And their defense really. He's been, he's been able to cover that up. No, they're not. They're not. So. So. You kind of. You kind of. You kind of don't know yet with the Bengals. Like this, this coming week, you're gonna see if they're for real or not. Well, if they play a team that has any kind of any kind of pass rush, then Burrow's not gonna have the time he's been having. I mean, he's been getting the ball out really fast, but if if they can challenge, if they can put pressure on him, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different. Yeah. So, but I I don't I don't I think there's a, I, I don't think there's any way that they I don't think there's any way the Raiders beat them because they're yeah. dude their their secondary is terrible. Yeah, the so Joe Burrow's got to be like salivating waiting to play them. Buffalo, New England, and Pittsburgh and Kansas City for the AFC. Yeah, this week I like Big Ben trying to downplay it, talking about oh his. <laughs> We're not Stupid even comment, man. Yeah, Stupid we're like comment. the worst. We're the worst team on here. There's no way we're gonna win. Blah blah. blah. You know what he's, do- but you know he's he's just playing. He's he's saying that tongue in cheek, like because that's what the media is saying. Yeah. Like he's not really saying that. Like he might. I, mean, I hope they whether do. he believes Jeez. it or not, he's saying <laughs> he's saying it like in jest because yeah. he knows that's what everybody's thinking. So he's trying to use that as fuel for his team because, of course. This is his last. If this is his last season, he wants to. He's going to want to go as far as he can. Oh yeah. He's not going to just roll over and die and say, "Well, yeah, no way we win." I don't even know why we're even going to play this game. Yeah. Even though Kansas City's probably going to come in there and obliterate their ass, but they obliterated him a few weeks ago. Yeah. I'd love to be proved wrong because if Kansas City was knocked out, I'd be very happy. I definitely feel <laughs> a lot better about the Titans. And we'd be playing sure. the yeah, and, and be playing the Steelers here and. Yep. I'd be I'd be I'd be all for that match. Um, and it, well, uh, your, your Saints almost got in if the 49ers would have lost, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm glad they didn't. Because why? Because <laughs> they need to draft a quarterback. Yeah. So like, let's just let's just let's just stop stop the torture. <laughs> I don't get to I don't have to watch the sideshow anymore. <laughs> I mean, fucking Taysom Hill got hurt anyway, so it's like they got. I, I'm not why I can't watch Ian Book play again this year. Oh my god, can't that, do it. Terrible. That dude's terrible. Which I mean, maybe he'll be okay in the future. It's hard to say, but like, I hope. I hope it didn't break him. Like, I hope that game didn't like completely break <laughs> his confidence. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, but yeah, I was just kind of hoping it would just be over. But yeah, the NFC NFC is going to be interesting. I mean, the thing is, like Green Bay getting the number one seed is bad news. Yeah. For anybody in the NFC, because they are playing extremely well on both sides of the ball. Yeah. And they're getting healthier too, like at the right time. I don't know, man. And then like some of the teams that you thought were going to be these really good teams, like I just like like. Like the the Rams, man. Like now oh, yeah. you look at Matt Stafford and you're like, man, he could be he could be their downfall. Oh yeah. At the clip that he's throwing interceptions and pick sixes, it's like, dude, like you can't. It's almost like you can't trust them. Well, and that's the other thing too uh, for just the Titans is you've seen a lot of those NFC teams this year too. So if you were to make it to the Super Bowl, you might have already played, say, the Rams or the Niners or somebody like. 
Well, maybe they will just seen them too, but I mean the Niners are sneaky good too, man. But I just don't. I don't think Garoppolo's the guy what it takes. He's I don't not, think they, he's not very clutch. I don't. I don't know if they have enough to make up for his in his his deficiencies. Yeah. Some teams have had. Some teams have are able to do that, but I don't think. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. So Speaking I'm not saying I'm not saying I wouldn't be worried about them if they made it there, but like, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Like Tampa Bay, it's hard to say they are getting. Healthier, like Mike yeah. Evans is playing. He had a good game, and like Leonard Fournette's going to be coming back. Playoff Lenny. I'm like with with Antonio Brown not being there is one thing, but I think you know not having Godwin. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. I mean, I know they have other guys, but it's like from a depth standpoint, it's like they might have other guys, but now they don't have a lot of them. Yeah. So. I think at this point we're really gonna see we're gonna see what Brady's got. Well, and Green Bay's gotten healthier too. They had a lot of guys come back today. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like Green Bay's gonna be scary, but if Tampa Bay can make it to Green Bay, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how to see how all that plays out. That'd be a rematch of last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I just I'm thinking like I still feel like Tampa Bay has a good shot. Green Bay probably has the best shot. I, the other two, the, all the other teams, I'm just like, I, I just don't, I just don't see, I don't see it. Like the the Cardinals, like. What about the Cowboys? Well, this is the thing. So now the Cowboys. I can't. I can't believe. It. I can't. I hate to say I like anything about their team, <laughs> but their defense, the defense is stacked. Yeah. So. And if their offense is on, they're pretty tough. It's just hard to say what you're gonna get. Yeah. Now, once again, they're playing really well at the right time. They dropped that game against the Cardinals though, and they weren't looking that hot against the Cardinals. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It just depends. It depends on depends on which team shows up. But I don't know what they're doing with their run game. To be honest, like, like almost wish that they would kind of flip and maybe give give Pollard more like the. I guess they can't really make him the premier back because of the money and all that stuff they're paying Zeke. But like, yeah. He just looks so sluggish out there, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. They've yeah. got they've got the they've got the personnel. It's just how are they are they going to show up? Because you know what I mean. You can't really say hey, the Cowboys never show up in the playoffs. Yeah. Because they they kind of don't, but every team is different. Yeah. Just because the other teams didn't show up didn't didn't doesn't mean that this one won't. Would right. I like for them to just be beat in the first round? Yeah. Just to be done with the Cowboys, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. It'll be but a they, fun weekend to uh, to to sit back and, and watch. I'm, luckily, I have, I have the luxury with my team being off this week with a bye. And also looking forward to uh, potentially going to um, 
Madison, well, not Madison Bowl. Uh, oh, Eastside Bowl. Eastside Bowl, yeah. Seeing everybody. Yeah, I've been I've been interested in trying that place, seeing what it looks like, see what it's about, see what the see what the food's talking about. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah, excited for that, man. Well, Always good we'll, to hang out with everybody. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we'll try to, we'll, try to uh, beat, beat Snowmageddon Part Two. Yeah, right. Uh, hopefully, they don't come in until Sunday. That's what they're saying, but I don't. I don't want to come in at all. <laughs> well, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Talk to you guys next week. And uh, as always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Tan Rich. Like, subscribe, and listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and Apple. And yeah, we'll talk to y'all next week. Wow.